If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Welcome back to our part two sit down with the one, the only Allison Dubois. And if you haven't heard part one, check it out. It aired last week. We cover it all. I mean, is she, is she happy that she was right? That this is what we all, I mean, she said this 13 years ago that Mauricio would never fulfill Kyle. I guess I should, you know, give an introduction on what I'm talking about, but we talk about this. Does she feel vindicated? Does she feel happy that she was right? I mean, what does that mean? Kyle has now mocked her in, in a response where she's puffing on a vape. What is her response to Kyle? Cover it all. We talk about Morgan Wade. We talk about the rumors about Mauricio that have surfaced throughout the years. We cover it all. We're about to get into it. You know, we talk about LVP. Is LVP happy? Is Kathy Hilton happy? We're about to get into all of that. We're about to talk about other people from the dinner party from hell. You know, Taylor Armstrong has just made some statements. So we're about to get into so many things. But listen to part one of our chat last Monday with Miss Allison Dubois. This would make a lot more sense, part two, if you listen to that first. And now, part two of our epic chat with someone I'm proud to call a friend, Miss Allison Dubois. Do you think, because listen, now Lisa Rinna, who uh, who Lisa Vanderpump doesn't really care for, she's off the show. Right. Lisa Vanderpump's Vanderpump Rules was on its last leg, and now we have the Scandal, which is one of the biggest things to ever hit the Bravoverse and has put the show back on the map. Vanderpump has a spinoff coming. It's called Vanderpump Villa, where she's going to do Vanderpump Rules all over again. And now this has been announced about Kyle. I mean, we're only human. You get a read on people. Do you think Lisa Vanderpump is sitting there today after the 4th of July just with a smile from ear to ear? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I actually think she'll enjoy this news more than than me. <laughs> so um, she I mean, she got the the boost she needed. A lot of those are fabricated, though. People don't always get that those are set up situations, even when it comes to cheating, even if it's a real relationship, um, they make suggestions to them. And it's kind of strange in reality television because they're part actor and part reality, but the part of them that has survival, you know, uh, senses kicks in and sometimes they go with it. They just go in that direction to, um, be seen or to be written about. So, um, hopefully she's, I mean, I kind of feel bad for her. She's going to have to manufacture some more of those or have some more of those because, um, I've, I don't watch that show personally and, uh, I don't, I don't get it. And I've, I've been in a lot of restaurants I've worked in them when I was younger and I don't remember the cheating being so, uh, obvious and abrupt and pretty people and filmed and 
that just sounds so Hollywood. So, but she, the more success you have, the the more stress you have to try and keep it. And the fact that they're going to spin off another show is just that added stress there. So, you know, she's no spring chicken. I mean, that takes a lot of energy. So I hope she has the energy to push them up the hill, you know, with her nose and try and keep them there. But, uh, you know, time will tell. Yeah, it's like, how do you top the scandal when you come into a new season? Is that like just the two names put together of the people that cheated or something? Well, it's Tom Sandoval and then a scandal. So Scandoval. Okay. I wasn't shocked at all about it. It's two people. One is in her 30s. The other one just turned 40, Uh which everyone says, I mean, 40 is not old, guys. Right. And they're not married. They were together for nine years. They were not married. And one of them wants to have a family and the other one doesn't want children. And one of them wants to get married and the other one doesn't. So I am the only person, apparently, there are some others that is not the least bit shocked about the whole thing. You know, the- the woman yeah. that got out of it that wants kids, is she the one that was cheated on? She actually is the one that technically doesn't want kids or marriage, and he wants more. She was the one who was cheated on, yes. Okay. So for any woman out there that wants kids and doesn't have a boyfriend that'll commit, and you've been together that long, um, save yourself. Like, get out of that, because you... I counsel women all the time that can't go back and have a child, and then the guy moves on and has a kid with someone younger. And the woman just gets totally screwed in that. So if you want children, think think about it in your 30s, ladies. Have a plan. Um, guys have all the time in the world. Women don't. I agree. And I always agree with the like, you know, I don't want to get married. I don't want to get married. I'm like, this person doesn't want to marry you. They want to get married. They don't right. want to marry you. They're just not that, finishing the sentence. That's really what it comes down to. You're absolutely right. Yeah. See, so, this is why you and I get along. We just yeah. see the world. Clear. It's very simple. It's like yeah. actions speak louder than words, period. Yes. It, I agree because as we know, people can open their mouths and say things and look in, you know, at you and it's not, it's just not true. So I hope she figures out what works from her for her. But now that you've told me about her reaction in Aspen and that she would put her energy into that after everything that's happened in her life, that's completely traumatic to a lot of people. And I would, I, I mean, that just causes me pause to think that she would even care about doing something like taking a drag off a vape when she's in the middle of a separation and her kids are having to face a potential divorce and a media firestorm. Uh, Hey, her response is look at me in Aspen. I'm vaping. Who am I? What is that? So I guess she hasn't grown. That's too bad. And responding. Know that, know that, know that as she's vaping. Well, it's almost like she's blowing me a kiss because I, you know, I called it and she's saying, no, that it's like, well, yeah, that's what I said to you. And the reason I normally will get deliver people the information on a relationship is so that they can actively work on healing those parts of a relationship. Now I know the delivery was rough at the time because those were unusual circumstances. And I would challenge anybody listening to this to, to have sat in that chair and endured what I did on the side of a cliff in a mansion for four hours, not being able to leave, which was just such a blast. Um, but until you walk in someone's shoes, don't judge. Um, but for, for this to be the, uh, 
her, her reaction to all of that is just, that's mind mind blowing to me. And the fact that she said, no, that something I said 13 years ago, and I was, I meant it, even though, like I said, the delivery wasn't, was a little rough. Um, I say it so that people can actively fix the relationship if they want to save it. It was always hers to save. This had nothing to me. I didn't destroy the relationship. They did. So I kind of get why they're separated now. Maybe Maurizio wants more depth. I don't know in a relationship. I don't know. But she's seeming kind of shallow with that reaction at such a pivotal time in her life because I'm trying to be gracious and wish her well and and hope that she finds what it is she's looking for. And that was her um, inclination was to to mock me. I, I don't get it. She's made me very important in her life. She really needs to stop doing that. And right. And he wasn't part of it or it was just her and some other, I assume, makeup person. I assume. Well, I, I think that's the problem. It's pr- probably why the separation is there. Her life became about love me, make me famous, you know, buy, di- buy diamonds, like do whatever, go shopping. Um, and maybe she lost focus of him. I don't know. I don't know what their their deal is, but it seems like they grew in different directions. They kind of grew apart. And you think Lisa Vanderpump is probably happy to hear about this split? Oh yeah, I don't. I don't think she's surprised. I don't think she's surprised. I don't. I don't think any of the housewives are surprised. And if I was, um, for any women out there that are thinking of signing up for the show, I'm thinking they're going on about a hundred percent divorce rate. So <laughs> be careful with that. Yeah, you know, watch what you wish for. Well, from that dinner party that you were sitting at, based on who was, it's really Lisa. Lisa's the last one standing. Like, wouldn't it shock you, though, if Lisa and Ken got a divorce? I don't even think about them. I haven't even thought about that. Um, I I don't know. I've never I've never actually thought about that. If uh, he's kind of old, I mean, wouldn't the best thing to do to just be wait, wait for him to die and inherit everything and not have to worry about it? I, I mean, I can't see her leaving and having to divide the money now that she's built her own little empire there. Um, and and he seems pretty harmless. He seems like, you know, he's just kind of putters around the house. So she's just busy all the time. Uh, they're at an age where I don't know how sexual they could be or how, you know, if that's even, if that becomes a non-issue in life as we get older, like when you're, is he like 80 or? I, he's definitely in his seventies. Okay. So he's, you know, he's up there. Um, they just didn't seem to have that chemistry when I saw them on film. I didn't, I felt her chemistry more with like the pool boy or the guy coming to deliver packages. It seemed more like more, more smoke there than between her and her husband, but there seemed to be like a friendship and, and a, and a mutual respect between them. So I would hope they don't get divorced. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, 
I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority. And I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shapes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. Did you guys know that Americans spend 90% of our time indoors? I mean, it doesn't shock me. I'm sitting here in front of this microphone recording this podcast literally for like 22 hours a day sometimes. And then I sleep. Well, what I didn't know is that indoor air, according to the EPA, could be two to five times more polluted than outdoor air. And in some cases, it could be 100 times more polluted. That freaks me out. I don't know about you. And that's what led me to say I need to get an air purifier for my home ASAP. That's when I discovered Air Doctor. Air Doctor filters out dangerous contaminants and allergens so your lungs don't have to. Their classic Air Doctor 3000 purifier is powerful enough to circulate the air in a 630 square foot room four times an hour. Air Doctor comes with a no questions asked 30 day money back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. So head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code VELVET. And depending upon the model, you'll receive up to 40% off. You're saving up to 40% off. Lock in this offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use promo code VELVET. Who out there has trouble sleeping? I mean, I do. But did you guys know that your temperature at night can be one of the greatest things that impacts your quality of sleep? If you're like me and you wake up and you're either too hot or too cold, I highly recommend you check out Miracle Maid's bed sheets. Miracle Made uses silver infused fabrics for temperature regulated bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long. It's really been a lifesaver for me. They're so comfortable and they don't have the high price tag that most luxury brands have. So go to trymiracle.com slash velvet to try Miracle Made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo code at velvet at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product, it's back with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you can get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash velvet and use code velvet to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40%. Wow. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash velvet to treat yourself. Did you, what do you say? Because remember, everyone thought when you were saying this at the time that you were picking up on Camille's energy. That was the big thing. I mean, I guess people realize that. that I, I think it's so amazing that people who aren't psychics and who aren't professional mediums would actually say, no, 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 you're picking up on Camille. It's like, no, I was focused on Kyle. And I've said that all along. I've never deviated from that. 
is that I was picking up on Kyle. This was about Kyle. This was not about Camille. I already knew her marriage was falling apart. I'm friends. I was friends with Kelsey back then. So, you know, I knew them pretty well and I knew what the problems were in the marriage, which now everybody knows because, you know, he's married to her. Um, but no, I, it, it wasn't Camille at all. It was Kyle. So I don't know what the rush to defend her. I don't know where that came from, from the public, why they even care. Why would they care? So I'm still trying to figure people out that are on social media as to why they, A, think that they'd know better than I would and, and, and B, why, why they care so much because the, they talk to famous people on social media as though we, we need to care if they're disappointed with something like we, we don't know you, like, why would we, why would they waste their breath? You know? So, um, yeah, it's interesting. I know you deal with that too. It's like, if you're not happy with it, don't listen to it. Don't watch it. Don't read it. But why do you feel like you have to say something? It's not going to change the person. I would hope not. I, you and I, this is, I remember when I said you need to come back and we did a totally different show. This is still the show that I want to do. I could do a whole show with you just on this because we think alike about this. I don't understand, but they really like when they're, especially when there's a team, this person versus that person. We have that in New Jersey, Teresa versus, they will fight to the death, comment for comment with another (laughs) viewer as if they're best friends with the person or the person cares about them. It is so deep. I don't know what it is. I literally, I mean. No, I don't, I don't, it's a, it's got, there's gotta be a psychological explanation for it. You know, maybe they're um, substituting the people they're seeing on TV for the family they don't have in the real world. I mean, I, yes. I'm not sure what it is. I know most people watch Housewives because they want to mentally check out and it makes them feel better about their own lives. You know, it makes them happy that they have their little um, dad bod, you know, husband to hug at night that's always there for them and treats them great when they watch shows like that. I mean, anyone can buy a sparkly dress and put on some diamond earrings. It's not that hard. So you are lucky if you have that happy life, but I, I don't understand why why people get so outraged over things that are happening to people that wouldn't even give them the time of day if they ran into them on the street. It's it's strange. Not even the time of day, nor right. Like you, it's not going to change anything. Like no. that's what I say. Right. Did you get, I don't even know if you know this, but now that she is on the Orange County Housewives, you know, we have Orange County. Taylor is the first housewife. She switched franchises, even though she's a friend of... Taylor has now come out on the show that she's making a mark on, trying to make mm-hmm. a mark on, and saying that she is bisexual. Her exact words, I'm not labeling her, and that she had a five-year relationship with a woman. I don't know who this woman is. Um, before Russell. So, A, this is a two-part question, Allison, since I have you. A, do you believe Taylor is bisexual, or is she just maybe trying to make a TV moment for herself now that she is back on Housewives after, say, 10-plus years? And did you get any bisexual vibes from Taylor Armstrong that night of the dinner party from hell? Honestly, I was so busy looking at her duck lips. I I didn't even, I wasn't even paying attention to that. Um, Was I picking up on any vibes like that from her? I mean, Kyle was sucking the oxygen out of the room. So on that particular night, my focus was on Kyle more than anyone else. Um, 
Taylor has a lot of, um, how do I put this wounds? She has a lot of emotional wounds and that, that I don't think have healed. And a lot of people go through life and, you know, they need to break their karma to achieve your Dharma. And that's by healing the wounds that you have, that you came in with, and that also you collected in this lifetime. And it's usually a pattern. And I mean, it, it wouldn't be outside of the frame of that for her to find love wherever she can. And also wherever is safe. And sometimes when a woman is hurt by a man, they will go to a woman because they think it'll be safer somehow. And so, I mean, I could see her do that, but I wouldn't put her past her to do something and like to mix a little of that into higher ratings. I mean, she's not above putting anything on to stay relevant. It's, I think she pretty much is the breadwinner now, if I'm not wrong, like she's got to take care of herself or did she marry or I know her one husband had committed suicide. She so. married. I don't know much about the guy just because I'm vaguely right. mentioned to the Real Housewives of Orange County. Perhaps he's <laughs> been seen on there and I should catch up, but I don't really know. Okay. So... <laughs> I mean, I don't know when it comes to her. I know she has a lot of wounds and I, I wouldn't put it past. And, and I don't say put it past in a bad way. I mean, she would take love from wherever she could get it. So to to garner it from a woman would not surprise me. No. What about like you mentioned Kyle and Kathy and Kim, you know, they've had their, you know, especially Kyle and Kathy last season because of Lisa Rinna, they have had, you know, their differences and they haven't spoken in a while, though they did just kind of maybe reconcile at Kim's daughter's wedding. But Kathy has posted on her Instagram the day after this happened, and she posted a quote from the law of attraction that says, my mom once told me, once you are matured, you realize that silence is more powerful than proving your point. And I felt that. Okay. Well, does she think her sister was silent rather than proving her point or well, I think, interpret that? Well, I take it that, you know, Rick Hilton and I mean, I think I think a lot of Kathy and Kyle's issues still all these years later. I mean, it seems like Kyle's still referring to you 13 years later is right. really when, you know, Mauricio, according, I would think to Rick, you know, Rick from Hilton and Highland and Kathy, that yeah. they gave Mauricio a job in the business and he left and started the agency, which is arguably as, you know, as big, if not bigger. Probably there's more, as- there's more to it than that. There's, there's just, there's more to it than that. So I think what her sister was saying in that was that she's keeping her mouth shut and taking the high road rather than outing Kyle for things that were done. And I'm, I'm basing that on, I'm a, I'm friends with a really good friend of Kathy, Kathy Hilton. So I've, I've heard the, the ugly. And it's funny that Kyle keeps coming after me because I keep, I keep her secrets too. (laughs) And, um, she tries to control the press to control how she's seen. It's just, it's fascinating. So, um, I think Kathy is taking the high road from what I know. And, um, Kyle should thank her for that. Um, I, I hope that they can repair it. Kyle needs to figure out in this lifetime that her sisters are worth more than the fame and the, the reality show, the money, 
um, the, the adoration of fans. She needs to, to realize what actually matters. And I do worry about her if she doesn't learn that because the universe really does have a way of teaching it by sending it in the form of something that you can't use money to fix, which often comes as a health issue. So I was hoping that she had, I mean, I haven't talked to her since then. And uh, I just know that every now and then I'd hear her try and mock me, which I'd never lost sleep over. And it's just, um, but all of that inside of her, all that anger, all of the resentment, all of the um, uh, lack of intimacy or emotion from the sources that she feels she should get it from. Um, it almost seems as though she was raised to uh, to become what she is. And I mean, just from what I, I know from from my my friend, um, I, my worry for her is that she missed the point of what her mom was probably trying to teach her and family is everything. And I hope that she sees that as more than just when she looks at her daughters, because when she has beef with her sisters, those are her mother's daughters. And how would her mother view that now? How does she view that now? So I would like to see her be softer with her sisters and more real with who she is, more um, authentic with them and stop worrying about the money. You can only make so much money before it just, it's just not going to fill that void anymore. I hope she figures that one out because um, I see a lot of people go down that rabbit hole and it's not pretty. It's like putting gas into a car that has a hole in the gas tank. Like it's yeah. never going to be enough. Like how much, I mean, we all love money, but I right. mean, it doesn't, that's not going right. to make you, as no. you say, emotionally fulfilled. You got to learn and that. You can't buy your way out of death either. I've counseled right. a lot of people that were dying that had money and that powerless feeling they have at the end, not being able to bargain their way out of this one-way road they're going down and they become this totally different person in what becomes important to them. And it would be great if people could learn that before they get to the point of being told you have a terminal illness of some sort and recognize what really matters in this lifetime is you making the memories with the people who matter to you the most and who you love and leaving them with a part of yourself that they'll always carry with them not to um, buy them the biggest Christmas present for Christmas so that uh, they have to, you know, worship the ground you walk on because you're the generous aunt. I mean, there's, there's just different ways to live and to be there for people when they need it. You know, there's so many people out there that say, I love you. Uh, but then when you need them, they don't show up. And my friend Jen's mom had just died recently and I dropped everything and I had a lot going on. This was a few weeks ago and we flew down to Beverly Hills and um, went to her remembrance of life and, and it meant everything to her. And I hugged her and I sat in the back. I said, just so you know, I'm here. I'm here for you if you need me, but do what you need to do talking to all of your guests, but we're here for you. And I just sat in the back. And she knows that if she needs me, I will come. 
And a lot of people, when it comes to a funeral or something important in your life that told you, oh my gosh, if you ever need me, just call, I'll be there. How many people have called that person and they don't show up? Oh, I'm sick. Oh, I've got to pick my kids up from school. Like there's some reason that doesn't make you feel any better. So I'm trying to live that in this lifetime and be there when it matters the most. And I really wish Kyle would kind of try and put some of that into practice in her, her life. That show is not everything. And there'll be generations that have never even heard of it. So, I mean, there are people that don't know what it is now. There's been more rain this summer in the Hamptons than ever. And I really don't mind the rain, except for the fact that I always have to wear these clunky rain boots, which are really not my style. They just don't go with what I'm wearing. Hello? But now that's all a thing of the past because I discovered Vessi. Vessi makes 100% waterproof shoes. Imagine your favorite sneaker styles. Waterproof. These shoes are so stylish. They have men's and women's. I love the white on lilac purple. They're so stylish. You could wear them out for a night. You could wear them to run. And now my rain boots are a thing of the past. No matter how wet I get with my umbrella trying to fight the rain going from place to place in the Hamptons this summer, my feet are totally protected because I have my Vessies. They have high tops, slip-ons, classic shoes. They're lightweight and breathable. I really am obsessed with Vessie. So if wherever you live is raining as much as it is here in the Hamptons, you guys have to check out Vessie. Head to Vessie.com slash velvet and get yourself a pair today. Just go to Vessie.com slash velvet and get shoes for your best summer yet. I, I agree with all of that. I agree with all of that. I mean, I love my nice material things and I buy sure. them for myself, but I truly, truly, truly can tell you, maybe this is why we're friends too. I truly, I don't live a fatalistic life, but I truly right. believe that like, I think big picture. So if someone calls me and says like, you know, that I care about, I need to talk to you. My mind goes to like, you now have a terminal illness. Same with myself. Right. I, I'm not a hypochondriac, but I truly believe like tomorrow I'm going to wake up. Like, so I never complain about it. I really, truly don't. You could be right. an hour late. You can blow me off last minute. I really don't care about anything. I mean, I work all the time, but I truly believe that I'm going to go in one day and get some diagnosis. And then I'm not going to feel like a schmuck. Like, I'm not going to feel like you should have just shut your mouth because your right. life was good. I already realized this. And so the day that that happens, I'll be like, today's the day my life has changed Right. And now I have to deal with this. And I like, I know I have a good right now. And that's, you, you can't teach someone that, but I don't know why not everyone in the world realizes that, that all this other stuff is just complete noise. Now money is great, but right. still it's all noise. I, I agree. I've got my designer handbags. Yes. I get it, but I'll drop that designer handbag to go help a friend if they need me. And that's really the line that you want to draw in your life of right. what matters and priority prioritize and you've got your priorities, right? You're valuing what you have. You're grateful for what you have. And when you get to the end of your life, you're going to look back and be like, that was a good run, you know, and you're going to cross and all your friends are going to be like, dude, you're a legend. <laughs> yeah, that was great. You're such a good guy. You know, you're making a lot of people proud just by being that good guy and on the other side. And so, um, of course, you're going to feel at peace inside of you. You've got a, a center of peace inside of you. Kyle doesn't have. And that makes me sad for her because that's a hard way to live. I've seen people live with what she has inside of her. 
And that's a lot. It's a lot to carry. So I, I actually, I feel for her that she doesn't have that freedom inside to feel that peace. Do you think this, cause it's such a big thing, like a separation and probably a divorce will change that. Like maybe this is the one that she learns from. She's an Aspen mocking me for vaping. I mean, that's her priority. I don't think she's getting it right now. Maybe later, you know, maybe something will happen in her life that'll open her eyes. I thought she would have grown after 13 years. I had no idea that she was still in sort of that place. I mean, we all got older you know, and you're supposed to gain some wisdom and, and learn and pay attention. And I just thought she had evolved <laughs> my mistake. Well, um, and I was going to say, you know, just after the statement, there are now multiple pictures of her and Mauricio, you know, here we are on the ski slopes together. Here we are. It's like, you're obviously now going out of your way to show that you're happy and together, which Right? Why it's would they file like, for a separation if they're happy and together? I mean, none of that makes sense. It doesn't make sense. So it's not true. It just, that's what we know in law, right? <laughs> if it doesn't make sense, it's not true. It just doesn't add up that they would be taking pictures together saying we're happy. Why didn't they just separate and say, we're going to get a divorce. We're going to part as friends, but we're really good friends. I think people would be okay with that, but to take pictures together uh, now, right after this statement was released and say, uh, we're really happy, who are they trying to confuse or convince? I mean, I don't even know. That's just, it's a little crazy. I don't know. Like it. maybe they didn't use those exact words, but right. There's clearly like, here we are, here we are on this. Now we're doing this. Look at all the kids around. It's like, it really is that overcompensation. They care too much what people think. It's sad. And you don't think Kathy is somewhat justified and like, you know, Mauricio did this and he's this. And now like, goodbye, Mauricio, you're leaving our family. I don't think Kathy would be unhappy about that. So Kathy, maybe Kathy and Lisa Vanderpump can go have a drink together. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's how, that's how I took her statement. I took it of a, like, we told you this 10, 20, 30 years ago. Yeah, I bet she did. I believe that completely. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think if anything for the sisters, this shows that there could be light at the end of the tunnel for, you know, a reconciliation with their relationship. That's what one would hope would happen. Um, but yeah, there are things people out there in the public just aren't privy to. They don't have the all the information. They watch her on TV and they think, oh my gosh, She's so lucky. She's so nice, which I don't get that. If if people are getting that energy from her, you're not psychic. Um, but it's interesting because then there are people that really know them that are sitting back going, how are they seeing them that way? How do they see them like that? Um, I just know that there were some bad business dealings. You couldn't even call it a business dealings. Just some shady stuff went off. So I'm I'm sure Kathy's not unhappy about this. I, I don't understand them trying to convince the public that they're happy. I, I don't, I mean, good for them. Who cares? Everybody goes through their own trials and tribulations. She doesn't care. Um, but I don't understand the trying to convince everyone. I, I've never seen um, a celebrity couple try so hard to show 
like it's going to destroy their reputation if they don't go on this PR PR march that they're on. I, I don't think it would. I don't think them making this extra effort will change anything professionally for them. So I don't understand what it is inside of them. And I'm sure it's inside of Kyle that needs to still be um, loved by the, the fans and come off as flawless somehow as though separations, the kiss of death, it happens. My mom, <laughs> my mom's been divorced multiple times. I've seen this. A lot of people have, it's going to be okay. The kids are going to be okay. It's going to be fine. So I guess I just don't understand the extra effort that they're making. Yeah. I don't listen. If I was going through something in life, I wouldn't give one fuck what anyone following right. me said, thought of, I would be like, I not even posting on Instagram. The phone is like thrown in the garbage. I don't care. I have right. like a life issue here to work out. And when I do, I'll figure out how to reap, you know, whatever. I wouldn't really care about a statement. How to rebuild your life. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't that's care. A, no, that's up to you. And I think it's what social media really did a disservice uh, to people just living their lives the way they need to live them. And although social media can be such an, an important tool, it, it, it also can be an escape for some people. And then they're not paying attention to their own lives. I think people need to put more energy into their lives and, and worry about the people close to them, or they're going to get to the end of their life and be, and, and say, I didn't do all the things I said I was going to do because I was too busy being stuck at home or taking pictures to impress people on social media instead of actually jumping in the ocean or actually having a good time. So I hope for the people that do that for a living, they're actually partaking in life while they're in these place, beautiful places taking pictures. But I definitely would not do something like she's doing here um, with trying to convince the world I'm fabulous and nothing is wrong in my life. I don't see a point to it. Everybody's flawed. Everybody knows that. So it's yeah. okay to let your hair down, you know. What about on the show now that they're filming again and picking back up cameras? Like, do you think Kyle is, I mean, she will do anything for, like, she is not with Kim. They had a falling out. I mean, they're fine now. Kathy, like, is there any part of Kyle that is maybe, like, happy they're picking back up cameras? Like, she's oh, pretty- Oh, God, yes. Oh, trust best believe <laughs> that she's like oh me yay no she lives for it good for her you know the walk the path girl I, I wouldn't want that one that's that's a lot and we we know how producers are on reality shows and and in tv and you know they're there to make their money they don't care and i get it it's the business um, she's wired a lot like them. She could have gone into production and been a producer because she, you know, she would have no problem throwing people under the bus <laughs> at all. So, um, yeah, no, I think she'd be thrilled that they're picking up the cameras. Good for her. Make your money. So even though this is like such a traumatic thing and it's real, you think the fact that they're picking cameras back up, extending the season, and she's just going to throw it all out there on everything. She's happy. Yeah. <laughs> um, up until this point, she's lived her life for the show. I mean, nobody knew who she was before the show. They knew her sister. They knew who Kathy Hilton was. She was the rich one, the one that had it all. 
and we knew Kim because Kim was a talented one. She was the actress that was in everything in the late eighties and or late seventies and early eighties. So people knew who she was. And then there's Kyle. Nobody knew who Kyle was. She didn't, she wasn't doing anything. So no, this is her life. Go for it. You know, I just had never seen it before when I was on the the show. It was season one. I'd never seen the show. I didn't know who these women were. Kim was the only one I knew who she was. Um, I had seen Lisa when she um, sort of helped us at the restaurant when I was there for my birthday one year with um, Slash and his wife, Perla. And uh, she came over with her dog and talked to us for a while, but I only met her that one time. So I didn't really know these people. Didn't really care. I mean, and if they're going to extend the season and kind of like re-edit it, I think the next season will maybe now turn into something that's all about Kyle, which to your point. That, that will make her uncomfortable though, too. But I think she steers the narrative and that's just my feeling. I think she steers the narrative on the show. She was the one, I believe, that pitched the idea of doing a Beverly Hills takeoff of the Housewives franchise which would mean she would own, probably have negotiated some points. And so if you own points, it's you're, you want to make it successful because you get paid in perpetuity forever. And so I, I think having it turned on her and her made to look a victim, she'd be okay with that. That would fit into this character she created. Um, I don't think they'll show her in a bad light because I think she runs the show. I think she decides who, who stays and who goes. Yeah. Well, as we wrap up, it's two more questions. Um, But that is what she's been accused of by people on that. People say it even in a positive way on the show. They've said, if it wasn't for Kyle, we wouldn't be able to like narrate this. Like they say that she is literally sitting there and a producer and I could see yeah. it watching it, whether it's good or bad. She's knows how to draw stuff out of each person. She is like one who keeps the show going and kind of produces yeah. it without being a producer. She's been accused of that. Not even in a negative way by a lot of the women. They're like, this bus wouldn't be able to be driven if Kyle wasn't in the scene because she knows how to get the sound bites and move the story along. So I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I think it's why she and Andy are such good friends. They're cut from the same cloth. Well, this is what I wanted to say. Well, first of all, are you like totally traumatized that I made you sit here for almost now an hour and a half to talk about all this again? So I appreciate that because I know actually it was just, you know, we're we're friends. So okay. it's it's nice to talk to you. Sometimes okay. I forget that we're on camera. I'm just talking to you. So no, it's fine. I don't want you to say like, man, David, like, give me a freaking break. <laughs> but this is what I want to run by you because, you know, we have 13 seasons later. So I just want to say I would like, you know, girls trip, you know, they're doing a neat, they're doing a New York girls trip now. It's just New York girls. So yeah. this is, this is what I would like. And my wish for you, Allison, I would like after girls trip, New York appears. And if it's a success, I would like a Beverly Hills girls trip with nobody that you've already had a dinner party with hell from. I would like, these are the people that I would like to be involved. I would like Lisa Rinna, Brandy Glanville, Erica Jane, Dorit Kemsley, Denise Richards, and Sutton Strack. I would like those six because you were at a dinner party with six. I would like those six. Lisa Rinna, Brandy Glanville, Erica Jane, Dorit Kemsley, Denise Richards, and Sutton Strack. I would like them. And I would like you to be 
brought in <laughs> with your e-cigarette and i would like you to have another dinner party from hell with oh these oh my people. god oh don't wish that on me i thought we were friends oh my god. i am sorry and i know you'd be off the clock but i would love for this group to demand that you 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 feel the reading and i would love for you to sit there and just feel something for rinna and grandy and erica and just give them your opinions on what hell you- no david hell no, <laughs> not happening. They offered me the ultimate girls trip to be on that show for all the people that think I'm just trying to get 15 minutes out there. And I turned it down. So which girls trip did they offer you? This the Morocco, the one that's coming up with Camille. Yeah. So, and I'm glad, I'm glad I turned it down. <laughs> I just don't want to be in that world, it's not my world. It's like l- visiting another planet to me. You know, I will say some of the women that you named, I wouldn't mind sitting there and having a cocktail with them and just, you know, shooting the shit, but <laughs> no interest in reading them. When I'm doing my readings, I stick to being, doing it for my clients and I leave it at that. I had no intention of reading anybody the night that I was there. I told them I wasn't going to read anybody. Camille reiterated that I wasn't there for that. And they continued to bombard me with demands and gang up. It was very uncomfortable. I don't feel bad for what I said. It's what I saw. And um, I hope, you know, she always lands on her feet. I'm sure she will. So I just don't care. And if you went on that girl's trip, you would have been there with Camille. I mean, that alone would have been worth, that would have, people would have been interested to watch that. Wouldn't it? (laughs) I mean, you have nothing to lose if you don't care. So I'm sure you would have something to say to Camille. Sure. I'd probably sit down and have a drink with her. Here's the thing. Camille At the time, because I was friends with Kelsey, I assumed Camille somehow fit into that equation. Now I know Camille's loyalty is to men. It's never to the women in her life. I get that. So if I had a drink with her, it would be knowing who she is. So, you know, enough time has passed. I don't have any ill will towards her. Did she set me up? Totally. She totally set me up. It destroyed any potential for a relationship that was there. Um, I, I think she can be lovely sometimes, you know, she, she's easy to be around when you're around her. I've enjoyed her company before. I, um, but I would never let her in on a, a deep level where I would show loyalty to her again. So I think with getting older, one of the things I really love is you put people in categories in your life. You know what they're capable of. You have your inner circle, your, you know, that, that'll be there no matter what, that would take a bullet for you. You've got just a few of those. Then you've got the people that are just there for the good time, but they're fun, right? Yeah. But you don't rely on them. And you have your little baskets, your little categories of people in your life, and you know who's who. When you're younger, you group everybody in under the umbrella of the word friends. And you have to learn often the hard way that there's more than one type of friend. Some people aren't capable of what it is that you're asking from them. Most are not. Right. (laughs) Let's just say that. 
And you didn't want to go on this girl's trip. You just said, no, thanks. Right. Right. Wow. Yeah. My Gemini mind is all over the place. I'm just thinking. And then when you say oh. you have a drink, I'm thinking, yeah, Brandy would be really fun to have a drink with. Rena would be really fun to have a drink with. Those would be. Well, I don't know. Brandy sounds a little handsy. I don't know how to. <laughs> that is, you would have been there possibly for all of that. Actually, I talked to one of the producers. Um, they liked me, which is nice. So they text me from time to time. One of the producers texted me and she said, it's a good thing you weren't here because you were supposed to arrive that day and you would have been coming in right when all that was happening. So I'm very glad I didn't go. I don't want to be a part of that mess. I just want to do my readings, help people to heal and run dead university. I'm the headmistress of dead university. And I teach my young mediums how to be better mediums and how to grow. And I'm going to leave it at that, that my podcast, the dead life. I do love my podcast. So I'm happy. I'm happy. My husband's got a little gray in his hair. Time passes and our kids are grown and I'm enjoying my life. So when it comes to the housewives, I wish them well, but I'm, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the, the road that I consider the, the gold road and that actual real business. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I created everything that I've, I've done and I'm, I'm proud of that but I'm not trying to get to some level to achieve something so I can buy Prada purses all day long and feel better than everybody else around me. That is not the life that I want. It's not what I need. I've got the world's most fantastic husband. He is so wonderful. He brings me my Dr. Pepper in the morning. He gives me a kiss every night before bed. He is the smartest man I know. He's my rocket scientist and I love him. I've got three girls that are hilarious and they're smart and talented and I enjoy them. And we are a close family. We have family dinners every Sunday at our house and I cook. That's how I like it. And, and I'm happy. Well, this is why you picked up and you had the wherewithal and smarts to leave Beverly Hills. You know what? That dinner was the catalyst in me deciding to leave because I went home and I looked at my three daughters and I was noticing this pattern of the women in Beverly Hills. I did not want my daughters to become like them. I didn't want them to think that was all they could be. And some people think they're everything, you know, they're the bee's knees or they're amazing. You're just jealous. No, I'm not. You know, they may have more purses than me. I don't care you know, go for it. Um, I wanted our girls to go to college. I wanted them to have a real career and a sense of self. I wanted them to have real friends, not friends who collect friends. So you can do them a favor later or, um, you know, give them some sense sort of leverage in life. Um, I, and it just, it wasn't real there. It wasn't real. I might as well have had cowboy boots on and be in an inner tube with, like a beer in my hand and a gun on my hip. Like I didn't fit in there and I'm cool with that. It's why we hung out with all the rockers while we were there. We were all the misfits and we were all really close and we had really good times, but I did not want our girls to become like that. They're more than that. And, um, everybody chooses their path. So it was a moment where I made that decision with my husband and we came back to Arizona 
and they rode horses and they wear cowgirl boots and they went to school here and have real friends. They graduated from college in three years. They were um, all amazing. And um, yeah, actually one of our daughters went back to LA. (laughs) She's in a band. She plays bass guitar. I'm like, of course you did. So she's with the pink tastic plastics out there and having a ball. Well, if they ever, I'm going to have to check them out when I'm there. If I ever play, if they ever play another show. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She's, uh, she's played the Viper and whiskey. Go-Go and that's major. She just opened for when in Rome. Do you remember the song, the promise from the, yeah. I love yeah. That so she's having a great time. I'm like, live your dream, baby, live your dream. And the other two, uh, just white collar. <laughs> Live your dream. And if you tire of LA, come back, right? Exactly. I love visiting. I just will never get pulled back into that again. I told and- you, I, I I have an apartment there. And the last time I went was after yeah. 12 days, I was like, I was I I don't care if there's something tomorrow. I have right. to get on this plane and leave. I have to I don't I don't think most people realize how much stress you absorb when you're there. It's really stressful. Everything's so stressful. And when when you come back to wherever you're from, it's like, ooh, that was a lot. You know, it's a place that you go if you've got business there. But other than that, I I wouldn't see a point in going there. That's yeah. just me. I, I go for business. I'm happy to have an apartment there. I do have some friends there and I can't wait to come back and leave. <laughs> and in the winter, I'll probably be there because who wants to be in New York or the Hamptons in the winter? I'm in Scottsdale. So we're just like, whatever people, well, people, people say it's 110 out there. I'm like, yeah, we love it. Everybody from other States leaves. They can't take the summers. It's our favorite time of year. It's quiet. <laughs> if you're a native Arizona and we live for the summers, we're like, bye. Well, I still need to get there probably in the winter. And if you, next time you're in LA, I know you were there just for 10 hours for yeah. a funeral. Yeah. You and I, we still need our martini in person. I know we you do. could have your, you could have your lemon drop. I'll have my martini. And my vape. You can bring the vape. Okay. Everyone needs to listen to the dead life though, because it's a great podcast. And you know, I appreciate you doing this. Hopefully we'll talk again. Don't make me feel too guilty for talking about this for as long as we did. I don't mind. It's Okay. okay. Like I said, it was just like talking to a friend. So I hope, uh, I'm glad you guys had a great 4th of July, you and your listeners. And, uh, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. And tell Joe that sorry to keep you for so long. I will. I will. All right. Love you much. Love you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, 
and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.